episode 45 of the Empowerment Minutes podcast. This is Maureen Quende, your podcast host, learning leader, researcher, speaker, coach, consultant, and author of the book, Dream Big and Live Your Dreams Boldly. I'm also the CEO and founder of EMK Learning Solutions, LLC, and uh, the founder of Dream Big and uh, Boldly Academy, which includes our future women leaders, equipping and empowering girls to become the best future leaders in our time. Thank you so much for being a fan of this podcast. I would like to thank you for listening every week. It means a lot to me and the other fans. So thank you for keeping us going. And um, yeah, I'm just so excited you're tuning in again. So after working remotely for the most part during uh, the COVID, now many of us have gone back to working in a physical space, right? So I know that um, many people have transitioned to the physical space. However, there are still many of us working remotely and then having to speak virtually. Because I know for one thing, Zoom is not going away. So maybe you're planning to deliver a virtual presentation to maybe an alumni or uh, your employees at work. You're speaking at a conference maybe. So what are those steps that you need in order to be considered a rockstar virtual speaker and leadership speaker? So like, let's get started with the following uh, seven steps to uh, help you um, get started. The first step you want to think about is mindset, right? You know, it, it feels great to finish a marathon and be the champion, but then it takes more than a minute to win a marathon. Before you finish well, you have to start. But before you even start, you have to have a mindset that you are there to win it. So as a virtual speaker, are you nervous? Have you given up on speaking? Have you tried before and you failed and you said, you know, this is not for me? Well, you need to work on having the right mindset. You need to have the mindset of a winner. If you have a mindset of failure, then you not make it. So are you a winner? Say yes. And that's the right mindset you need to set you apart to wing it. So step number two is confidence. Yes, we just talked about mindset, but it takes confidence to have the mindset. And what fuels that confidence is preparation. That's why I love this quote by Arthur Ashe that says, one important key to success is self-confidence. And an important key to self-confidence is preparation. As a virtual speaker, do you take time to prepare for your presentation? You need to thoroughly prepare for your presentation, right? And step number three is mastering your content. Go through your notes. What are you going to be talking about? Do your research, right? Once you have everything down, if you, are you going to use slides? Prepare them and make sure you practice, rehearse, use a script, rehearse in front of the mirror to yourself. You can also rehearse in front of your family. Record the presentation and see if you like the way it sounds. And keep practicing till you're happy with the result. Keep practicing to the extent that you don't need to rely on your slides or your script anymore. Then at that time, you know you're ready to deliver the presentation. So that's what I do actually whenever I have a presentation, I put in the effort. You know, think about it this way. Every minute that you speak, 
needs one hour of presentation. So think about it. How do you want others to perceive you, right? How do you want others to see you? So if you want to be able to put your best foot forward, you have to put in the work, right? So I'll go back to step number one is mindset. Step number two is confidence. Step number three is mastering your content, right? Now let's go to step number four, which is mastering your technology. Many people use Zoom uh, for their virtual uh, you know, conferences or speaking opportunities. So what is the technology you're going to use? You got to know it. Is it going to be Zoom? Is it going to be Teams, WebEx? Identify the best option that you think you're comfortable with and really take time to know how to use it. Keep it simple. Check your audio to make sure it sounds loud and clear. Check your video if you need to use video. Make sure that they can see you and the picture is not pixelated or anything like that. Test this out to make sure it's working. Would you need an external microphone? Make sure you test your microphone to make sure that it's working and you sound the way you want to sound. Record it, play it back and make sure that it's, it's just fine. If you need your participants to use some sort of in engagement, like maybe uh, using uh, 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 rooms, different uh, virtual rooms. Make sure you practice those ahead of time. Get some people together, put them in breakout rooms. You know, are you gonna use polling? Test that out in advance. Prepare your polling questions ahead of time. Make sure it's working before you get into that meeting. Cause you don't wanna em embarrass yourself, right? Remember, first impression is lasting impression. We all make mistakes true, but if you can avoid it, do your best to avoid it. Okay. So step number five is use visual design techniques, right? So what that means is if you're going to be using any form of visual, so maybe you're going to be using slides, for example, right? So how will the information be presented on this slide? What's the background? What's the color scheme? No one wants a presentation with crowded slides. So try to balance the text and the visual. Add pictures and add some text. Make sure that they're balanced. There's some harmony going on. What is the font size? Is it legible? Can people read it? Be mindful of cognitive overload. Just pay attention to multimedia principles and observe them. For example, if you're repeating the exam exact same information on the slides, it's not acceptable. It's not at all acceptable. So it has to be either or. If you're using words on your, on your slides, it should be very minimal. Then you can speak to them other than reading the slides. If not, why do they need a speaker, right? So also make sure you wanna check uh, for typos on your slides, have someone to take a look at, at all of that. Or if you don't have someone to do that, you can also use Grammarly to edit out those kind of things. And then step number six, know your audience. Many times, you know, I've seen this time and time again, people don't take time to know the audience. Who are you going to be speaking to? It doesn't matter that you're just showing up. Who are you speaking to? Do some research about your audience. What are they interested in? Where are they joining from, right? What are they hoping to get from the session? What are some things about their experiences that you can speak to? Right, because people want to be able to establish common ground. How are you establishing common ground with the audience? Think about that. As a leader, you're supposed to be able to do that. Okay, 
then sometimes I've been in presentations where people run over and, and they think it's fine. No, it's not. You have to be able to respect people's time, right? Respect their, their dedication. You have to care enough. I love this quote by John Maxwell that says, people don't know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You have to care for your audience, okay? Show them in the way you treat them, in your commitment to uh, whatever they're interested in, and be able to do your best. Make them feel valued. Make them feel appreciated. Step seven, active listening. Oh my gosh, this is one thing that effective leaders have to do. An effective leader has to know when they need to talk, when to shut up. They need to know when to listen. Active listening is a very good skill to have, even beyond presentations. Show them that you care by you know, listening to your audience, asking for their opinions, their ideas, their feedback. At the end, make sure you ask them, you know, what, is the, what are their thoughts about the presentation? How can you do better? Because there's always, always, always room for improvement. And when they do, share, actively engage in the conversation, ask questions, right? Invite them to elaborate, take notes, share your notes with them. So you can be sure that you, you can be sure that you heard them and then they can confirm what notes or whatever ideas you glean from it. So we've covered the seven, the seven steps, but as you always, uh, when you're listening to my podcast, you always know that I would always give a bonus tip, right? Yeah, that's me. I always want to give more than um, I plan to. So the bonus tip here is, is posture. Even a virtual presentation, you still have to pay attention to your posture. Do you make eye contact? Where are your hands? You have to, to make some hand gestures. Where are your shoulders? Right? You, you can't slouch. Just, just be, be uh, you know, slouching on your chair. You have to sit up. Make them know you're interested. Right? You have to position yourself nicely. Have, have a nice virtual background and look professional. Dress for the part. You can't just show up without combing your hair. You have to look very neat and presentable. So, but remember that there is no such thing as perfection. So if you try and get it wrong, try again. People always say that practice makes perfect. But I would say that practice makes progress. So keep working at it. And, and every progress you make is worth celebrating. And it would encourage you to be the best version of yourself as a speaker. A virtual speaker and some of those tips that I've just shared you can also use them in your on-site um, presentation so thank you this is it for this week's podcast go break a leg in your next virtual presentation I'm rooting for you I know you can do it thank you so much for listening into this episode be safe be well and I hope to see you on the next one thank you have a great day bye-bye